Welcome to the Women in Leadership, Body, Mind, Soul, and Business Podcast. I'm Charlie. And I'm Heather. And together we are working to connect women in leadership and business, build relationships, and improve the health and wellness of our community, body, mind, and soul, sharing the heart and soul of who we are and what we do. You must be feeling better. You did all that without your notes. I'm I so know. <laughs> I didn't get my sheet. I'm like, oh, okay. You, you did so good. Um, <laughs> Thank you. These things take time and practice, right? Right. <laughs> uh, today's guest is spiritually connected to the divine and sensitive to the vibrations around her, helping people and spirits along their journey and helping just inspire and uplift those around her all the time please welcome back to the table from in the spirit reiki the lovely francine hatley hello everyone how are you guys doing today francine take a couple of minutes and reintroduce yourself to anybody who hasn't uh, met you or seen you on the podcast with us before right so um as Charlie said, my name is Francine Hatley. I am a spiritual medium and I am a Reiki master. So I have seen and been able to talk to and communicate with the dead since I was probably born. Um, my earliest recollection was I was very, very little. And my first quote unquote imaginary friend was my grandfather who passed 20 years before I was born. Um, so what I do is I help heal those stuck spirits, um, those who uh, didn't cross over going to the light. I help them figure out why, and I cross them over. I deliver messages to people from their friends and family, their loved ones who have already passed, and they're going to come through and give you messages. And I do have to warn everyone that you're not going to get what you want, but you'll get what you need. So you may not get the lovey-dovey message from, you know, Grandpa Ray, but you may get, get your blankety-blank, blank-blank up off that couch and go do some blankety-blank work. That's what you might get. <laughs> That's what grandpas say. Right? right? <laughs> but if they remember their grandpa, it would totally make sense to them and they would be endeared by that anyway, right? Um, right. Exactly. Yes, in fact, yeah. I did have a, a reading where too. somebody's grandfather did regularly swear. And when he did come through, and I'm trying really hard not to swear, and I said, he's swearing, and they're laughing like, oh, he doesn't used to do that all the time. I'm like, okay, now I know. <laughs> Very cool. Well, um, I had a really interesting experience when you came over and you cleansed my property. We know that uh before we bought this property about three years ago that there were some questionable things that happened here and we have experienced some odd things happening you know uh, we would hear voices or we'd um see things moving and then we'd look and it's not there or um we've had cups thrown at us from across the kitchen my daughter's had things thrown at her in her closet nobody else is in the house you know, all that stuff. And um, so Francine came over last week and um, walked the property and and dispelled a, f- a couple of spirits from my property and cleansed the house. And what? not only did my house smell amazing for like three <laughs> or four days, but it feels so much better, so much lighter than, you know, just all over the property in the yard and all that stuff. It just feels so 
fresh and new. It's like my house, my property went through the washing machine and came out smelling so much better. It did. (laughs) And, you know, Heather, she's here all the time with us. You know, she feels that too. She was like, wow, your house feels different. I'm like, yeah, Francine came over and did her thing. And, you know, um, I was just doing my thing while she was doing her thing. And it was really interesting to kind of watch and kind of see how she she works and and things like that but it was also very very cool and so um Francie thank you for coming over and uh taking care of those things for me because my house my space just feels so much more positive um than it did before I don't know that I've ever been saged by somebody that does Reiki either like, that was awesome. I was like, this is the best saging ever. I pour a lot of love into what I do. Um, one of my mottos is everything I do, I do with love for love and because of love. Mm-hmm. And so it's that wonderful, yummy, universal energy. And I tap into that before I do any of my work. And so I make sure I'm surrounded by love, but then I'm also putting that out there. So Mm -hmm. I'm making sure that I am truly putting love into every nook and cranny of the space and into the people that I'm working with and interacting with. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, for those of us who are Harry Potter fans, um, JK Rowling really did get it right. That love really is the most powerful magic Mm -hmm. in the world because love truly does conquer all. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's so just, exciting. Right. And um, you know, if you really think about how things align in your life, when things are in alignment, it is because of love, mm-hmm. right? And um with our work and what we do, we just share the love that we have with everybody around us. Yeah. And they share the love that they have with everybody around them. And we have had this really cool. Uh, dynamic where we see each other, you know, our guests and each other, Heather and I just grow exponentially. We have seen um, the same guests that we've had to like talk to the day before, walk them through the whole thing again, calm them down and have that preparation speech to having public speaking engagements. Right. Like, like, huge shifts because we are taking the time to love on each other and mm-hmm. empower each other in um I, the most profound way that we know how each of us yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's all through it's all through love and being genuinely yourself mm-hmm. you know um, people can tell when you're not being genuine uh-huh. right. so if you're truly being genuine with your love and with your support people react to that and they will reciprocate and then they will, the relationship will, will grow. And then you will both grow as people because you're getting that support. You're getting that absolute genuine love and support. And so that's, I think what this is all about in, in our groups. Uh, absolutely. Uh-huh. We're there to support each other and be, be genuine. Let your guard down. You know, mm-hmm. we've had those meetings where one or more of us have cried or vented or whatever. Uh-huh we're allowed, we're in a safe space, right? So we can be truly who we are Mm -hmm. and we're vulnerable. 
As human beings, we have those vulnerable moments and we should be allowed to say, I'm having a really rotten day. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what's going on and have someone go, oh my God, I totally know where you're coming from. And then open the conversation and that, that gives you the support and that gives you that love that you need. Absolutely. Because we're not alone on our journey and we often find that other people that we're interacting with are often going through the same kind of circumstances and situations in their own lives. So oh by my leaning gosh. on each other, we could support each we other. We had that just happen today, right? Like we were like, okay, we're having mom moments. Yeah. Huh. We're All not alone us. having mom us. moments, but mom moment really feels very lonely, right? Mm-hmm. Because it is very lonely when you're like, this is not how I want to be as a mom. I don't want to momzilla. I don't want to have to, you know, express myself in this way. Mm-hmm. But every single, I'm like, oh, she's having a momzilla moment. Oh, you know, every single mom has those moments. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know a mom that doesn't. Right. I mean, like, if I mean, you look, sit back, we I'm, all in our own I'm way. I'm going to change that a little bit. And I'm going to say person. Person. Every person right. has those moments. You know, no matter what their age are, kids have tantrums. You know, we have our moments too. They might look a little different. I love we the might inclusive not throw ourselves language. The floor, yeah. Well, and let's remember too that some moms aren't female. That, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Some, some, like, some moms are, yeah. are dads. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. And, yes. and, and, and so, you know, I absolutely agree. I, yeah. you know, I love absolutely. the inclusive language, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I, I think it's really important for us to also remember that it's okay for us to have those moments, mm-hmm. you know, but we just want to handle them appropriately. Yeah. Right. We don't want our fuse to blow and we, you know, we emotionally don't be... vomit all over somebody, right? Yeah. Or take well, our but, aggressions but... and anger out on somebody else. So we have to, right. there's positive ways to deal with um, things within ourselves. And I think that starts with uh, being truthful and sincere to ourselves as well as each other because well, it, it is that lack of communication that fancy talk but you also have to understand that we as human beings we're going to have those moments where we just word vomit mm-hmm. you know and what we've tried to do in our house and my husband and I put this in place when we were first newly married because I come from a background where the word vomit was accusatory Mm, yeah, and it was awful. Uh And so of course that's what I learned. And so my husband and I came up with a rule that we can be mad at the situation, right? We can Uh be mad at the problem, but we can't be mad at a person. So if you're having a meltdown or a moment about a situation, it's okay to have the word vomit about the situation, but never directly at someone never about someone and you can't use names. I just had this Ooh. conversation with my husband. <laughs> and, and it works. See? It, like, it works great. But you know, there are those moments where we have those word vomit moments mm-hmm. in front of someone mm-hmm. and it may feel like it's a directed at them and it really isn't. And it's okay because that shows one that you're human. You have those weaknesses mm-hmm. and then it gives you the opportunity, a teaching moment mm-hmm. where you can go, I am so sorry. I was so wrong mm-hmm. to do that 
mm-hmm. you know, to make it feel like it was at you. It's not directed at you. And I'm very, very sorry. And those are lessons that our children need to learn. Well, people in general at any age need to learn that mm-hmm. when you make a mistake, it's okay, okay to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, it's to okay make a that mistake. you made a mistake and yeah. then just apologize for it. And then how can you work the problem? How can you fix that so that it doesn't happen again? Going we always forward? had to have the conversation that I'm sorry means mm-hmm. that we're yeah. going to try to do better. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, you know, and if it's something that you have, feel like you have to say sorry for over and over and over again, then that we should talk about that thing. Yeah. Right. We should, we should mm-hmm. figure out how we can change the thing or change the behavior, or, yeah. you know, change whatever it is that's making you have to feel, feel like, like you have to. Yeah. 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 Nobody wants to go around feeling like you have to apologize all the time. Right. 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 Yeah. It's a Gibbs Absolutely. rule, actually. Gibbs rule. Right. No <laughs> From NCI. <laughs> um, We're kind of huge fans. <laughs> so, oh, I just, I think I really needed this conversation today, especially because my heart is just so full. Because I know. When I am done with our podcast today, I am going to go into the house and I'm going to have a conversation with at least one of my kids about things. (laughs) 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 things. Um, He's having a hard time at school right now. And so, I mean, you know, but to get to the root of, you know, why he's been acting out, let's have that conversation. And it has That's to, like it has to be a safe place. Truthfulness and the sincerity. Right. Yeah. Satya? Satya. 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 Truthfulness and sincerity. Um, this week's quote of the week from the sutra book is the least initial deviation from the truth is multiplied later a thousand fold. And that's Aristotle. So, you know, uh, that little white lie gets bigger mm-hmm. and bigger and eventually snowballs and the snowball. Turns I'm going to get requests to do bagpipes. <laughs> it's gonna happen. You got to tell them the story. No. I was driving, I was driving and, um, these girls had, it, you know, it was actually a nice day and these girls had the car window down and I had my window down and they said something about like finding some, some music with bagpipes. I was like, I love bagpipes, but what they heard was I have bagpipes. And so I'm like, it's out there now. I'm like, Fred, oh no, it's going to come back to me. You know, like I just know it, you know? Now someone's going to come back and go, where are your bagpipes? Right? I'll be like, oh, I'm awful winded. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Francine, when you think of um, truthfulness and sincerity, um, what what do you think of? What what do I think of? I Uh think that being truthful is important. But you also have to, when you're being truthful, it depends on the situation as to how you're going to word it, right? right? You're going to word the truth differently to a Mm four-year-old than you are to a 40-year-old. True. I sure hope so. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And then you hope that that's true, but you know, and so, um, I'm all for, you know, the truth, um, 
you know, like, uh, well, let's take a topic that a lot of, a lot of parents have trouble with that's mm-hmm. talking about sex with your children. Yeah. Right. Where do babies come from? That usually is asked pretty early on, mm-hmm. uh, especially if mommy's pregnant and, oh, yeah. the, you know, new sibling, you know, is kind of go, well, where do babies come from? How to get it in your tummy. Right. Um, no, the stork didn't bring it. We didn't find it out in a cabbage patch. Right. Right. Mommy and daddy had some alone time and it resulted in this. Well, the problem with saying things like that is then the kid's going to go, well, if I'm alone with somebody, does that mean I'm going to get pregnant? Right. Right. It's, you have to be very careful. On how you you have word to be it. Very careful on how you word it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember when my kids hit, that, <laughs> you know, middle school age, right. They're learning stuff at school, but they're also learning stuff from their friends. And (laughs) my son would bring over his friends and all of my sons did this really. And their friends would sit down and they'd start talking about stuff. And inevitably I'd overhear and I'd come over and I'd sit down and I go, let's, let's set the record straight. Let's talk about things. And well, I'm sure the parents on one hand were like, oh my God, she talked about sex with my kid. On the other hand, they're like, oh, I'm so glad she did it. So I didn't have to. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Right. Um, I I definitely am that parent too. Like I am always talking about the terms mm-hmm. and what things mean and what the slings are. And, yeah. and my son can come to me and be like, I don't know what this meant, mom. And I go, I'll tell you. you know? Right. And there's so many slang terms and, you know, uh, society as a whole has turned sex into some kind of dirty joke. Yeah. And and it shouldn't be. This is a natural bodily process. We all do it, right? We all, you know, have enjoyed it. Let's be honest, right? Right. Sex is, is a natural function, right? So you shouldn't give the body parts cutesy little names. You need to use the proper names with them. Get used to saying them. There's no shame in it. There right. should never be any shame in talking about your body. Right. And we did that with our boys from the very beginning when they were very young. Mm-hmm. You know, we would talk about what that was. I would call it what it was. I didn't call it some cutesy little name. You know, I would tell them what it is. They'd ask, well, what's different between your body and my body, you know, and I would tell them as best I could, right. When they're four or five years old, right. Right. My kids were old enough. My older two were old enough that when my youngest one came along, they saw mommy breastfeeding the baby, right. Yeah. They asked mommy, you know, what are you doing? I'm feeding the baby. This is what these are meant for, right. This is what Mm -hmm. I do. Right. So if you put shame into those, you know, cutesy little names, right? If you don't call them what they're supposed to be called, you are covering up. You are continuing that, you know, it's a dirty little secret. It's a dirty thing. We shouldn't call it that. We shouldn't talk about it. And then that leaves the door open for kids to potentially be taken advantage of. And then they're told, Mm -hmm. keep it a secret. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so well, they do because that shame is there. Well, and then they're already taught that you shouldn't talk about it. And that you shouldn't talk about it. We yeah. shouldn't call it a, what it is. We shouldn't and, say and it. And then, wow. you know, the risk of something happening is greater because of the naivety. 
Yeah. That's what happened to me uh, when I was younger. Um, You know, I, my parents didn't talk about any of it. Like I didn't even, the only reason why I knew what to do when I started my period is because I had an older sister Mm -hmm. and I saw my mom taking care of it. But other than that, I didn't really know anything about my body by how not it should feel talking about it, not creating a narrative. Mm-hmm. We yeah. don't give a room for like, who's creating that narrative. Right. Cause that yeah. I, I just, just got that. Like right. the, the predators in my life created the narrative. Right. Mm-hmm. So had somebody else talked to me about sex and body parts and what What is is appropriate appropriate. what is not I mean yeah now all my nieces and nephews now all know like but we didn't know when we were little my cousins and I it was a big like not discussed thing no it wasn't you know the 80s it wasn't well it wasn't discussed you know even earlier than that right and I think that it you know right with technology um, advancements, we can reach out to other women now and learn how to have better conversations better and be more truthful. Yeah. And and let's put it this way. If you're giving your kid an iPad as entertainment, because you don't want to take the time to spend with them, or you think it's going to shut them up or whatever, keep them busy so that you can do whatever that kid's going to look stuff up. Who would you They're rather have that conversation? Yeah. yeah. Who would you rather have the have you know that conversation about sex with your child? The internet or you? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. In oh this day gosh. and age, they right? They do. They, they look do. At and they all do. Of... And I would much rather it come from me. Yeah. Right? That I talk to my child about what is appropriate because then they're online and that's where a lot of the predators are coming from. In fact, the majority of the predators are coming from online, right? Right. They're in those chat rooms. They're in those, you know, they're they're watching who's asking questions, right? In these chat rooms about who's looking at this kind of stuff. And then they're primed and ready. They're waiting because an actual physical adult didn't take the time to have that conversation. Right. And made it so that it was something you didn't talk about. So there's truth right there. Mic drop, you know, boom. (laughs) Boom. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate always every time I talk with you, um, we have, you know, boys that have similar um, diagnoses and um, you always give me such hope as a parent moving forward as we grow into the next stage, because I feel like sometimes we're alone Mm -hmm. We and it feels super lonely, and I just really, I really appreciate you, and I really appreciate you taking time to have this conversation today. And um, we had no idea this is where we were going, and I love that. It <laughs> right? Kind of, it just, just kind of went. I, I, I think, like you know, it's that whole. I think the whole reason for me is because of of the news and the the SCOTUS, you know, yeah. leak, right? Mm-hmm. And right. so because I have boys. I made sure that my boys understood one, what their body was about two, what a woman's body was about. And three, that no actually means no. Yeah. Right. Yes. And that's yes means right yes. there. Yes means yes. No means no. If they say maybe ah, that's a no. That's a no. Yeah. yeah maybe that's a no. it's a no. If you're maybe not sure no. that means yeah. no. Yeah. 
Yeah. Again, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. Be, be kind to yourself, your bodies and be kind to like, give yourself grace as a woman, as mm-hmm. a parent and as a business professional, because, you know, it, it, these are all things. Life is life. Life is lifing. <laughs> life, life can get messy, right? Yeah, life can absolutely. get messy. And you just have to learn how to just put on your waiters and just wait on through, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Again, Francine, thank you so much for joining us today. I know absolutely. I needed yes, this conversation with you. And I know that there's listeners out there who also needed to hear this. So to our listeners, we thank you and we appreciate you as well. We love you all. Um, we have so many great things coming up. Um, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform, because we found out today that Facebook is no longer going to be hosting podcasts. We will still have our page and things like that, but we're going to be have, we have to start shifting some things. So, um, because you won't be able to download the podcast on Facebook anymore. So, um, here within the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be talking, um, uh, in our networking group about, um, different ways you can download, um, the podcast and, um, what maybe your favorite apps are. Maybe we can do some demo videos for you guys to help out. So, um, cause sometimes I'm just like, where the heck is the button? Yeah. Can somebody just show me? So I'm very visual. <laughs> so, we'll so we'll, we'll we will some- find a way to make some videos for you guys and get that out to you. Yeah, um, super excited to be moving into this new space. So, because with every challenge there's growth and reward. So, yeah. Um, Be sure to hit up the community calendar on the website at www.womeninleadershipbsmb.com. The community calendar is at the bottom of the the front page. And I'm trying to make sure you know where Francie's at uh, for her events. Um, So we make sure that we share those um, on there. And then I try to link um, any event details in the event so you don't get to just see it, but you can click on it and see. see the event details too. So mm-hmm. we're getting all of that on there. Um, so that is really where we're at for today. That's it's it. a great week. That's all we got. We've got a really exciting uh, rest of the week for you. We will have Devin with us tomorrow morning at 9am. And then uh, we will have Sheila, Sheila, another local gal. Uh, Sheila's going to join us on Friday at night. So she's going to be in studio. Too. Yes. She's so. coming. She's coming here in person Ooh, to see fun. us. So I'm super excited. But um, again, we love and appreciate every single one of you guys. Thank you so much. Namaste. Namaste.